Welcome back. I'm Andre Thibodeau with Radio Nemo. Scott Lemon with Lemon Muller Insurance. And this is City Culture. Thank y'all for being here. Um, what is what episode is this? Five. We're on five. We're on five. Yes. Um, so we're just moving right through season one um, of our City Culture podcast, and so today we have some special guests, and we'll just give you a little chance to introduce yourselves. Um, kind of tell us a little bit about you and your place in Ocean Springs. And Scott, you get to go first. All right. Well, thank you for that, Raven. <laughs> I'm, I'm honored to be here. I really am. Uh, I, I guess I'm Scott Lemon. Uh, I am a fourth generation uh, person from Ocean Springs on both my uh, Bradford side of the family and the Lemon side of my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I moved back. We have three daughters. We got a chance to move back here in 2000. Uh, after traveling around and doing some work, but we just love Oak Springs. We have uh, our three daughters are here. Two of them are married. We have grandkids here. They all live within two miles of us, <laughs> uh, but we just love what Ocean Springs stands for, uh, the chance to live and work downtown, and uh, we, we really are excited to, to be in this building today to share some things. So. Yeah, so um, I met Scott a couple of years ago um, when I worked for the city, um, and if you had a person who's like Ocean Springs, very community oriented, it would be Scott Lemon's face. Thank you. Um, Thank you. And so he's just very reliable. You'll see him all around town. Um, and so we wanted to give you a chance to come in and just talk about like what Ocean Springs means to you and kind of, you know, you talk about you're the fourth generation um, to be here. Um, and what do you see Ocean Springs getting to? Like, what is the bigger picture? What is the vision? Um, and so as our conversation gets a little deeper, I can't wait for you to share that a little bit. I look forward to that. Yeah. I look forward to that. Okay. So my guest is Andre Thibodeau. Hi. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Okay. Because it. it's hard to spell. <laughs> Please don't be a telemarketer. Um, <laughs> Andre, I knew about you before we met. I think we both have said that in the past. Yeah. Um, but obviously you're a prominent figure, young figure, I think, in the community doing many different things as an entrepreneur, but then also as, is your title an MC at the talk show, at the radio show? Uh, there's there's several, but it's MC, producer. Producer. Yeah, go-getter, gopher. <laughs> yes, yes. So um, there's several reasons why I brought you onto the show today. Um, I, I feel like you and I always have very honest conversations, um, you know, similar in age, building our careers in different ways. Um, you know, we we enjoy supporting each other. And I think that that's who you are in your world and that's who I am in my world. So um, we've connected in that way many times. And, you know, we've also talked about, you know, what you've done, what you're doing with the uh, radio talk show, and then also like what you want to do in the future. So I think it's kind of a good time for you guys to meet. Have y'all met though, correct? A little bit. And you know, I'm racking my brain about meeting you. I've built some things for your house. It's just, (laughs) I worked with your wife more than you. I met you in your kitchen for a hot minute. (laughs) Yeah. So it's just funny. Our community is uh, full of really incredible people doing a lot of things. And, you know, we do, we do pass by each other, you know, here and there. But, uh, but it's nice to finally come together. Um, we were all, except you weren't there, we were all at your fish fry this past <laughs> year. Um, that's where Andre and Raven met. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, all that to say, glad we're here today. 
um, at one table, able to kind of connect and talk about you guys as leaders in our community. So, Andre, give us a little bit about yourself and, and what you do. Oof. Okay. Well, I'm Andre Thibodeau. I recently moved here. Well, not recently. I've been here for about eight years. I grew up in North Louisiana, uh, Natchitoches area, but my mom got in kind of a situation where I moved over here, kind of jumped around from job to job, worked construction, mm -hmm. different things, catering. And then I worked at a little bakery in town and I DJed on the side as well. So then I became friends with my now boss at Radio Nemo. And he was like, when you want to move on to greener pastures, let me know. And he was like, there's a Sirius XM station above Mosaics. Yes. And I'm like, oh, oh wow. okay. That's wow. uh, incognito. And then <laughs> That's a I, great spot, too. Oh, it's a killer spot. I love just going out and just people watching, just chilling over the steps. And your wonderful bosses. Oh, God. Michael Burns, the man, the myth, the legend. Yes. He recently, well, I keep saying recently because I, this is the longest I've ever lived anywhere. But mm -hmm. he moved his whole company from Nashville about, I think, about nine years ago. Oh, because wow. we're originally, we have our main host, Dave Nemo, out of New Orleans. And so he's been broadcasting there for a while. So he wanted to be closer to him. Mm -hmm. So when he did that, he basically, he didn't want to move to New Orleans. So he's like, I found Ocean Springs. Found a little setup, mm -hmm. met uh, Fred Moran, and then found a little location and been over there. And then now he lives on Porter, do a little work with him there and there. And, and he's, he's done so much with the Mary C as well. He's, you know, he's kind of helped me in consulting for this recording studio yeah. that we're sitting in right now. And then, uh, in theater too, he's, yeah. he's, uh, he's a really great connection. He, he cares. He's very passionate and that comes first. You can tell. Yeah. So he's a great mentor for you. Oh, he's in uh, the knowledge that I'm able to get from him and then be able to have the opportunities I get from him. I'm very thankful. Very Absolutely. Thankful He's wonderful. Very neat. Absolutely. Um, so I recently went to Andre's setup over Mosaics, uh, the Michael Byrne studio, the Radio Nemo studio. Is yeah. that what it's called? Yes, the Radio Nemo that's studio. A, that's a cool name. Yeah. Um, and he kind of showed me their setup and, you know, kind of what he does for the talk show, how it's even... He's the only person in the studio. So I'm just like, how do you have so many channels? How many have so many people? And they just... They just have their system and it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I'm looking around and observing, you know, the, the studio space and how it works and the old equipment versus the new equipment versus mm -hmm. where it's moving mm -hmm. towards, where's radio moving and thinking about, you know, our podcast and these these platforms that we have. And, you know, when, when I was young, like it was kind of a dream to be like a radio DJ, you know, <laughs> and to even be able to to speak into a microphone and be yeah. on somewhat of a platform like that. It's 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 an amazing experience. And, um, so we talked about that and we were just kind of like, where do we think this is going? How does, how does it continue to evolve in a successful way? Yeah. You know, um, I know what you do is like, it's a, a trucker radio show. Yes. So your topics talk and your, the music and all it's, it's very like specific, yeah. right? Oh, absolutely. You have guys all the way from Canada to New York to California, just basically calling in and they're just, talking about their everyday life, being on the road, being away from their kids. And it's just like, they're very intelligent, but it's so, it's, when you think of a trucker, you think of, oh man, guy, I don't know, doing dip, eating a hot dog, big, listening <laughs> to country music. Dog. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And he's just sitting there and he's wearing his cowboy hat. I don't know, just a big old country boy, but it is evolved in the most beautiful thing. You have every walks of life being truck drivers now. Yeah. You have wives being truck drivers. Yeah. Yeah, and, and y'all's topics are feeding these truck drivers oh, while yeah. they're, you know, on the road for all these hours. While they're trucking along. And I mean, and he, exactly. <laughs> and that's kind of an You're interesting welcome. concept because you have 
somewhat of the power to to you know what what are they listening to what are yeah. what are they absorbing from your show mm-hmm. so you know that's kind of i think about those things because that's what we're doing right now like we, yeah. we have this platform how do we use it you know what are we feeding our community with you know uh, just the energy that we're putting out. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, I think what's cool about both of y'all being here is that um, you've been here for eight, nine years, yeah. and you've been here for forever, <laughs> you and your family. Um, so I would love just to for y'all to dive a little bit about your, what do you love about Ocean Springs, like from both perspectives, for someone that's, you know, you've grown up here, you know, you went, you moved away and you've come back. Um, and your family's here and, you know, you would be considered like a transplant, you know, yeah. you've, you know, are, you're here now. So yeah. what do you love about Ocean Springs? Why are you here? I, I'm, I want to touch on that, you know, as, as Andre kind of shared who he was a little earlier, I, you know, I've known his family for several generations and our families have kind of interact. I, oh, I, I, I went back and looked at my phone while we were getting set up here and I have a picture of one of your uncles that, that oh. was, that was killed in a plane crash. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and, and, uh, I, he was a big part of my life growing yeah. up, uh, you know, back in the day, uh, when people got whippings and so forth, we were, uh, <laughs> I was with, with, with some this of your turn. cousins or uncles <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, uh, we would been riding around and, and, uh, your uncle, we we were not being good boys, <laughs> and uh, he wasn't afraid to take us out and say, "Hey guys, I'm I'm whipping all y'all. Yeah, although all y'all. although three of y'all aren't my kids, uh, y- y'all <laughs> yeah. are here part of the community." And and that's that's one of the things I love about Ocean Springs is to watch the generations that come, to watch that even even today that that historical sense of community of taking care of each other, looking after each other. Uh, you know, you, you don't have to walk around long and and see. Uh, just the community effect here, and and, and even uh, you know you're downtown now, and you get to sit out on on the front and visit with people that are from all over the the state and the southeast, and 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 sometimes the world that just come to Ocean Springs to share and yeah. and participate in what we have. So, you know whether uh, whether there's a hundred people on the sidewalk or two, it's still that great sense of community of who Ocean Springs is. Uh, whether it's in the busyness or the slowness of who we are. And yeah. I, you know, I think whether you're down there on Tuesday afternoon or Saturday night or Saturday morning for the market, uh, people can just sense who we are and the culture that we yeah. have. So, uh, I, you know, you take this old building here, the, the greatness that comes with mm-hmm. it. Not many communities have this anymore. So, right. uh, yeah. so anyway, that, you know, from being here through the generations and being able to sense who Ocean Springs is more than what it is mm-hmm. is is a is, is is a neat part of it. So I I know. you touched like you touched it on the key. Like, yeah, and Andre, you're you live in Biloxi, yes. but you work in Ocean Springs. Absolutely. Do you enjoy driving over the bridge and coming here and spending time here? Do you feel like you're part of the community here, even though you don't live here? Absolutely. So I like with the whole drive, I love just being able to go over that bridge because being from the bayou, I'm like, all right, you see the Walmart and then you see the gas station. That's it. But like right. this, I get I get the bridge. I get the whole environment. And when I'm over here with how long have I been working over here with the mm-hmm. bakery, everything, mm-hmm. I already feel like I'm a part of the community. And like how he said, I have, well, it's my half, it's my brother's dad's side of the family that's here. But yeah. then my mom is old Biloxi because of the Broadwater. Yeah, the Brown family. My, yeah, yeah. That, um, the Dorsets, that was my uh, grandpa. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and basically they pretty much have so many roots here. So it's like coming here and being with my mom and her having her friend, she's had for 50 years. Right, that's yeah. a cool connection. Oh, man. And then Ocean Springs, I'm in love with it because being from Natchitoches, you ever seen the movie Still Magnolias? Yeah. Yes. So that's that's basically the town I grew up in, and that's Ocean Springs to me. 
mm-hmm. it's got to be it's on the beach so it's Natchitoches on the beach and it gives me that little sense of being home and Andre can... you're one of nine children <laughs> yes so, yeah. I mean yeah you guys definitely have a lot of family here oh, yeah. that's <laughs> all half siblings the youngest my dad didn't know he could have kids at 50 yeah, yeah. yeah. there you go yeah yes yes <laughs> still works oh, um okay so you're both um you know pretty pretty into your careers you've you've built quite a career for yourself here and um and you're continuing to build yours and you've got you know different different avenues that bring in your revenue i'm sure you do as well i know you have your prominent business but um what are the date we were talking very like you know fuzzy happy times right now so (laughs) we want to we want to talk about maintaining and balance and and the difficulties like that you you encounter throughout your day And and it could be could be anything it could be you know managing a staff it could be you know pulling the community in and keeping them uh in engaged in your in your in your job in your business um or in your show you know um those are kind of things we want to talk on so if if anyone wants to start go ahead andre Oh, hey, no, Star you started off first, so now you got to you look, we're doing back and forth, you got to do it all. You, you know, and I, and you I guess what, I've learned through life that uh, life's about playgrounds and playmates, and uh, where you hang out and who you hang out with is is a big determination of, of what happens in life, and uh, the, the, the joys are when I'm in the right playgrounds and the right playmates. I mean, I, you know, to see the energy that y'all built on this podcast and it brought to this town is, is part of the playgrounds or playmates that I want to be a part of. So that's what brings great joy. Uh, probably I catch myself sometimes either too busy or engaging in something that doesn't bring that positive energy uh, is, is where I've kind of said, eh, I've, I've learned to say no to those. Uh, 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 John Maxwell, who is really a great author and leader, mm-hmm. uh, you know, talks about at this point in my career, of course, the guy's written about a hundred books. He says, you know, I've decided who I'm going to mentor and, and who I'm going to not mentor. Uh, you know, I think there was part of my career where I thought I could help or save everybody. Well, not everybody wants that. No, and, and, and exactly. Ex- and accepting that um, is really a neat part of it. Find a lot of great joy with my family. I, we got a chance to see my grandson come up and say hello before we got started. And, uh, you know, that's one of the beauties of being in this town. Uh, I guess they're on spring break this week. Yeah. So everybody's enjoying yeah. the community. So um, that, that joy is just found in, in learning to appreciate where you are and the energy that you're, that's around you and, mm-hmm. and when to say no to that. So yeah, uh, taking a step back and observing what you've actually done. That's yeah. probably one of the hardest things I think like entrepreneurs have a problem with, you know, because they're go, go, go and, yep. Yep. and trying to balance the family and the business and all the things, you know, themselves. And uh, yeah. Well, how do you balance Scott? So, so I, I, I don't, I, I don't, I don't always, um, I, you know, when, when, when this, when this email came through, I'm like, oh, shoot, 10 o'clock, what I got going on. So, uh, but I thought, no, that's something I want to be a part of. Yeah. And, and I, I was honored to be, to be asked to be here. And, um, I don't always, my wife will tell you, I don't always make the right choice. Um, I, I do let her make, uh, most of the personal calendars cause, yeah. cause I can't even take care of my own calendar. Uh, for for my business part of it, but but learning to say no over the years has has been a big part of it, and, yeah. and what I want to be a part of, uh, and and I you know that that becomes very obvious sometimes when you when you go through life and and what brings you joy and energy, mm-hmm. and uh, you know there's times that I'll have a list of engagements for a weekend, and I'll say, well we're going to have the kids in the backyard and, and enjoy that, so yeah. uh, go with that. Well, nice. I yeah. like yeah. that simplicity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What about you, Andre? Oh, ask me again. 
What do you want to know? So <laughs> when you're in your day to day and you're, yes. you're, you're dealing with your natural struggles, yeah. what are those struggles? Be honest. We want to hear like the real you. Do you, do you, do you balance your day? Do you feel like it's a constant struggle to balance your day? See, I like the way, sorry, yes, I got you. I like the way that you did it because you, you basically said you want to help everybody, but you got to realize how to say no. Yeah. And like that's kind of the point to where I finally got to the point to where I have more peace just because I have made a beautiful group of friends mm -hmm. and be able to make a friend with you and then be able to also meet y'all and then also that. And my friend over here on the camera. There we go. Okay. Just being able to sort out with that. But now it got to the point to where I have people I can count on. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, cutting out people that just weren't bringing, like not weren't saying feeding that. you. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Can I, can I tee it? Yeah, you that? can use that. Or borrow, borrow it? Okay. Yeah, for sure. All right. Fantastic. But it's kind of the point to where I'm, I'm very happy with the people I acquired here because this is the longest I've ever lived anywhere. And with it being here, it's just like, it's, it's natural community. Mm -hmm. And with me, it's just gotten to the point to where nothing negative came from them in a way to where they're bad people, but it just right. wasn't bringing what I needed. Yeah. And yeah. now I have those people in my life and I'm able to do my day to day. And I have to, oh, I, we all have a type of anxiety and meditating mm -hmm. and doing my certain things and going to the gym and going mm -hmm. for the walks and coming in the studio a little bit longer. And what it also bad because during COVID I had to do a different schedule. So I would do nine to six compared to my schedule now where I go in uh, and do the show from 4 a.m. to 10 a.m. That is hard. You're flipping your schedule. Oh, yeah. And then when I come in, no one's around except <laughs> the cop that thinks I'm like trying to go rob somebody. Yeah. yeah. He's like pulling me. I was like, can I help you? So I was like, just going to, just going going to work. Just going to work. Yeah. Just, thank you for doing the job. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, uh, did you know that you did a rolling uh, stop? I'm back there. I was just like, I apologize. I'm a little bit late. It's, uh, it's early. I've been up for 20 minutes. But, yeah. But it's just getting used to that and like how you said earlier, I am the only person in my studio. So it's being you have able to be very disciplined because oh, yeah. you're the, you're the one running. You're the one producing the entire show from yes. one location and everybody else is calling in. Exactly. Yeah. Growing and like all she said earlier, it's like having nine older siblings and being the youngest and them going from their sixties to their thirties. I've been able to take little bits and pieces from mm -hmm. how they do. And then if I, if I'm, if I'm ever stumped or I'm not exactly sure how to like handle a situation, I'll reach out, but just seeing up and growing, with them it really helped me and gave me more work ethic like with my dad my dad went to vietnam war all this stuff like yeah, yeah man, multiple lives yeah man, man's man but at the same time growing up with that father figure and being able to grow with those um older adults in my life it gave me yeah. what i needed and then also with michael burns mm -hmm. michael burns giving me the trademark and everything that i needed and it just giving me that little umph and he'll text me here and there he'll be up he's yeah. like hey how you doing mm -hmm. i'm like go to sleep like, that's like chick yeah. cody he's always sending me these inspirational text messages <laughs> at like too. 6 a.m yes. and i'm like that was really nice but why are you up <laughs> like why are you even thinking about me right now <laughs> but you know andre for, what i'm hearing from you is that you have a really beautiful life here you yes. know you got uh your growing career your family support a good group of friends and community yes. and what you're able to do in your are you 30 yet I'm almost this September. Well, you know, as you're going into your thirties, growing up here, yeah. growing your career here, I think that, 
you've got a good support system. It's it's going to be a good experience where you're going to know who you are. Um, it's great to have a good support system, but at the same time, like being able to enjoy the uh, the area that you live in and and have your gym and have your job and have your home and you know be able to be bought between friends and family that that makes you who you are when you're sitting yeah. alone you know yeah. and and that space is important to know who you are to even continue you know so so weeding out any of that negativity is it's it's so prominent it's so important to where you're you're moving forward into your 30s like if you're like 28 29 I remember that being a very like specific age where this switch just flipped in me and I was like, these are things I don't want anymore. This yeah, is what right. I do want. Yeah. And I really want to make sure that like I'm getting there. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, there's just this energy behind it, you know? So I think it's important when we bring our guests on that they are, you know, from different walks of life, but you know, they, they're going to find something to connect on. <laughs> but I like to see, you know, y'all at different ages and, and where you're at. And, you know, it, it always seems like, oh, man, you guys are just so wise and you just have it all figured out. But I know, <laughs> I know you're relating to him when oh, he's absolutely. speaking. You're like, yeah. yeah, I felt that yesterday, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. but like, yeah. you know, it's yeah. just nice to hear like the two uh, kind of opposing opinions about the same topic. So, yeah. so that, we really appreciate you guys sharing and um, don't like please feel like you can open up a little bit more we want to we want you to be very real to our listeners yeah. so um yeah let's continue well, speaking of real yes here's a, let's um, so we're talking about balance and um things you enjoy you know saying no weeding out those people that you know don't put joy in your life anymore um what things in the city because i bring, always bring it back there um do you enjoy so like walking or running um or is there something that our city is missing that you think that the mayor or the board <laughs> needs to add or we need to? I feel like Andre wants to go first. I, I know. I know. We're, we're doing it back and forth. So I just went. They got to go back to you. Is it your turn to go first? Or... <laughs> no, oh, no, it's you. Okay. Oh, my God, you guys. <laughs> hey, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a big question. And uh, I, so I was fortunate. Barbara and I, when we moved back here in 2000, we moved a block down the street from where I grew up on Holcomb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm walking and biking and running. I don't run anymore, but we're in the same pattern that I've been in during my early years and growing up and so forth. So we live on Holcomb. We're a block or two off the beach. So we usually hit East Beach. Yeah. Most of the time we come around Shearwater into town, um, you know, sometimes make it as far as the Yacht Club back in Cherokee Glen. Uh, sometimes we go out and go to the to the east and go go to the park or, yeah. or up Halstead. So, you know, we we bike we walk we used to run a lot we take a jeep ride that goes along that same path most evenings uh just just to experience those springs we hadn't d gotten into the golf cart uh, phase yet which i think is a great thing for us i think it's absolutely wonderful uh and and I, I i so we're really excited about what Oak springs has and then when it comes from a physical standpoint but when it comes to what's what's downtown or what's at the national park or what's in this building i mean it's just really so neat to see it grow at such a um homegrown uh, method where we're going to stay who we are although we may have a bigger footprint yeah. uh, that people want to come, That's come so see important. and yes. yeah it, it, it's there, really... there's a tradition to ocean springs that doesn't need to be lost uh, yeah. you know we, we had uh, you know we get compared to fairhope you can yeah. cut yeah. you can cut that out if you need to. Um, <laughs> no, that's okay. But, but, but we had a we had a lifelong Fairhope person stop by the house the other day, and she and she actually runs their craft fair. She'd been there all her life, mm -hmm. and she's like, Ocean Springs is special, <laughs> and and you know that had spent the weekend here. They stayed uh, one of the small hotels downtown, and 
and just for them to be able to sense who we are is a big part of that. Um, as to what we need, you know, I read the um, Go Mesa, hundred million dollars yeah. that's coming to the coast. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, Ocean Springs doing a lot of the right things to right. to build out with a, a plan and some forethought. It won't be perfect. It won't be for everybody, but it'll be a sense there that that is great. You know, we spend a lot of time around Front Beach and. You know, just amazing to see the people around the fire pits or playing yeah. or fishing on the piers or, yeah. or playing volleyball. That or, beach is packed. Yeah. yeah. It's good weather. Oh. Yeah, even the exercise equipment. Yeah. So I, know. I, I mean, I'm a little, little, little disappointed the boat's gone off the beach now. I mean, that, <laughs> that was going to be it like... It did bring the, character. It did it? bring character, but there were a lot of people that were angry about that boat still. I really wanted to do a photo shoot on it. So, well, that, my that's, that's fast. That's fast. Because we got to wreck another ship. I, but, I, you know, as much time as we do spend, I, I think sidewalks is something that's big. I know there's projects coming on East Beach. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've shared with the, the leaders over the years that getting to... East Beach from either Shearwater or Holcomb or Halstead or all either Blind Hills or Corners and, yeah. and ho hopefully we can do something there but it's really neat to see that vision of the city to continue to do things that are that are allowing us to be bikeable or walkable or just be be active is really neat so yeah, yeah. I agree I agree 100% 100%. See, that's why I wanted you to go first. I want to piggyback on it. <laughs> Build on it. Oh, Scott oh, is so wise. It could be your perspective. It doesn't have to do anything with, you know, anything that he said. It could be completely your oh, perspective. Oh, no. Well, that's why I said I feel like we were similar because, hey, you're in good shape. And you're in good said, shape. Yes. And, and like how you said you like the bike and all that yeah. things. I just want to jump back real quick. You said about the boat. I've never seen a boat in my life have an eviction notice on it. <laughs> when I saw that, I was like, all right, I'm in Ocean Springs now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exactly but right. I, can't, I didn't believe, yeah. I didn't know that they got rid of it. Yeah. But um, how you said with the workout equipment on the front beach, that really excites me because yeah. when I first moved here, I'm, I'm a little skater punk kid, like grew up and I've scattered all throughout. But anytime I went somewhere, I got my skateboard and I went. And when I moved here, I got my first longboard and I was down up and down government Washington as much as I could with some of the roads that my board could take. Right. I feel like work. that has been replaced by a couple of new faces. I see them. Oh, I see those skate I skateboarding guys and uh, the guy on the roller skates that are like six inches. The wheels are like six, six yeah, inches tall. Yeah, he's got tall. he's got uh, he's got a uh, long hair. I think his name's Dre Alex. He's so oh, okay. cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kid? So you were you were that kid. Oh yes, because I I see him and then he's also like breakdancing at mosaics. I'm just like. <laughs> You're my hero. He's living life. He's living life. But then also sitting on Michael Burns' front porch on Porter, mm -hmm. being able to see those people go by and skateboard and work out and all that stuff. And that sense of community is so beautiful. And the cars actually take care of them. They don't just trample over them. Well, you know, that would be there's, unfortunate. There's got to be some sense. <laughs> well, you know, I, I can remember like when the bike lanes started to become a thing and then the golf carts and then, you know, it is very walkable. There are skaters of all sorts. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like we are having to share roads. I mean, with like four different types of wheels uh, at this point. Uh, so, um, yeah, it, it's well, with you saying that, it's cool to see how long I've lived here and me coming in and having a foundation with family, all this stuff, but then meeting friends, but also seeing the growth of when I first moved here, I was one of those people that almost got ran over, but yeah. I was also riding a board with a beer in my hand. <laughs> like, yeah. We maybe changed the game. Like oh. now people are respectful of skaters. Yeah. Thanks to you. Oh man. Or just made the cops be like, all right, I guess we just gotta be understanding of it because it got to the point where they would talk to us about it. And it got to the point where, where I was from, 
it was very frowned upon. And with right. here, it was, it was very accepted. Yeah. And with the police here, they came and just be like, hey, this is what just I need you to do and just be aware. And we became more of the traffic. Right. And we yeah. flowed with it. Right. But then going down certain roads and going to Front Beach, it's just beautiful. And I've been away from longboarding for a while. But I've been more working out and running and going paddleboarding. But whenever I went running and I saw, because I didn't realize y'all had equipment to the beach. Yeah. Yeah. And, and my, you use your body weight. Yeah, yes. <laughs> talk about yeah. first rule of CrossFit. Talk about CrossFit. Yeah. Yes, talk about CrossFit. <laughs> I need to learn about that. <laughs> yes. So going out there, and I saw that, and I called my brother and my sister that come here every summer, and they look forward to it. They bring my niece, and they live in Austin, Texas, and they don't really like they have little beachy areas over yeah. there, but they don't have the full experience of here. Right. And they look forward to coming here, and I'd send pictures, and I tell them, and they're like, "Oh, I can't wait." Yeah. But then also taking them out on the schooners that you can rent from the Biloxi Yacht Club mm-hmm. area. Yeah. And then going out with certain people. And that even have the, rent, the golf cart rentals. At, uh, okay. When that first came to be, girl, that was that. That's a smart idea. That was a super smart idea. <laughs> and then it wasn't a great, great idea because it was also just being like another excuse for my friends and I just to get together and just listen and just probably not music you need to be listening around right? kids. We all do it. Yeah. With a speaker that is incredibly loud, but yes. just very it's well, fun. oh, it's so much it's fun. It's fun until like we got to just like hone it in at night and yes. like be respectful, you know. Yes. But it is fun. Absolutely. <laughs> and being at night and I love to see how we get to the point where yeah, there's a few that are still open like Neon Moon and Juke Joint, but at the same time like it's kind of the point to where yeah. everybody's kind of respectful respecting everybody. the residents around. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yes. That's that tradition I was talking about. Like we need to hold on. Like we're having a lot of fun. The community's growing. The businesses are 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 banging, you know, but we, but we but at the same time, like there are rules, you know. The city's yeah. city's always honing back in and making sure, like you know, the music stops at a certain time, or you know, keeping the streets clean, constantly having different uh, solutions to make sure that we're, you know, hopefully. Well, those are those recycling. amenities that people love, and you know, that's why yeah. they want to live yeah. here and yes. come here. And um, people are like, "Oh, we hate rules, but you know, rules actually are... <laughs> yeah. we love we them. need them." <laughs> Well, the other thing I want to touch on is is the parks. I mean, I, to to go to go through town and see the little children's park and the families that yeah. are out there, and I, even the Inner Harbor Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you see everybody along Front Beach, and it, it really is there's something for everybody. I mean, it's not just the kids or the family. Yeah, I love that it's not just a place to raise families. Yeah, it's yes. also a place to like grow your career, be be in your thirties or your forties, be an independent person. But I love also seeing the families growing up here yeah. and interacting yeah. with them. Um, but it's, it, Ocean Springs is for everybody. It really is. Like Mm -hmm. I wouldn't say it was that way 10 years ago. I feel like I kept hearing it was the place to go retire. Yeah. You know? You're right. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, People your age wouldn't even come to Ocean Springs. But but it's important that we're having conversations to still keep it, you know, uh, this like a special place, not just, you know, development takeover and it not at all keep, you know, the aesthetics of downtown and all of that. And I think I want to just bring a point that Scott said earlier, you know, Ocean Springs is not what it is, but who it is and the people. And so, you know, tell us a little bit about um, your community involvement. Um, I think it's very important for our residents and people who live here to be invested into our city Mm -hmm. um, in any kind of way. And I think that's the only way we grow. And that's the only way 
like our city officials learn what is needed is, you know, for people to be involved. So Scott, how would you tell somebody like Andre how to get involved um, in the many different organizations um, in Ocean Springs? Well, yeah, since you're so young, uh, (laughs) just just keep remembering, it's the the journey of life. And even like your skateboarding phase, you know, you've moved to some different different, uh, things there. And, and, you know, it's like our involvement. And there's times that we thought, uh, Barbara and I, my wife, and, and even in our business, that we could we could help everybody, and and we still try to help where we can. Uh, but Mark Moeller, my business partner, uh, we decided several years ago, hey, we're going to pick certain things that we can help, uh, and we get people downtown mm-hmm. get lots of ask, and uh, the the poor retail people get asked all the time. Uh, however, you know, we we have chosen the YMCA is one of our big ministries. Um, you know, they they touch families that mm-hmm. that don't have daycare they touch seniors that can't afford to come in there uh they have youth sports that are really great for everybody and, and we've really poured ourselves into the ymca we also nice. big supporters of the home of grace uh which is kind of the other side of the of the of the ministry perspective yeah. of helping people uh we're we're uh, big big supporters of the lord is my help we, mm-hmm. we just have a heart for that if you ever got a chance to go in uh and realize how many meals that they've send out in the community every week on meals on wheels and it's it's seniors it's people that that uh somebody that might be their only visit is when, when somebody comes knocks on the door and brings them a meal so that, you know that's that's really kind of a, a, a neat ministry for us uh, you know we have some people in our organization that have formed their own uh own ministries and and community involvement we have we have one of the young ladies has gray over the bay she had a brother died of a brain tumor so she's created this foundation for him to, to give back to brain research yeah. uh so so it but it's it's about being present it, sometimes it's about saying no too so yeah. that you can do the few things that are important to you and you uh, can kind of when you've reached like what you what you uh claim to be success in your career you you have more passions usually we're we're, pro- we're ever growing people so it's it's nice that you got to be in a point in your career where you could focus on your passions yeah. and 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 do outside projects it, absolutely it's one of the blessings that, that i have you know there's a, a book out it's it's it talks about the second mountain and how you spend that first mountain trying to build your career and build who you are and, your and, family and, and all yeah, yeah yeah i mean and, and you're just trying to survive and then you get to that second mountain where you can reach in and help others and and give back to your community and and that's uh you know, I love that. That's like a very hopeful metaphor, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I think that we get bogged down in the day to day so much that we don't know exactly what we want all the time. We're kind of being led into, you know, whatever we're working towards. And so it's just that's a nice like way well, to think it, of it. Yeah. And, and, you know, everybody at this table is driven uh, and, and it's interesting as you get that chance, uh, you know, with a young family and a young career, you're driven to, to, to do that. And at some point in time, you say, oh, my kids are grown. My kids are gone. I got grandkids. How can I? How can I serve serve others? And it's a chance to to look yeah. to that in a different light as to what speaks to you. And yeah. that's that's one of the other beautiful things about Ocean Springs is not everybody's trying to do the same thing. Oh, for uh, sure, I mean, Raven. I don't know about you, but at the moment, I'm feeling really grateful because we're so busy all the time. And I mean, you even have a kid on top of everything. But like, we get this moment, this 45 minutes, to create a platform to highlight these people. And I feel yeah. like that's like kind of like a moment for us to give service back to the community that we we don't even have time to like go and like. <laughs> feed homeless people all day but we're that'll really happen. glad to highlight it, you it'll guys. happen <laughs> you know no, so it's just happen. we're really grateful yeah. I'm, I'm glad that you're sharing all of this and 
um, you know, I'm just constantly thinking about all the youth that have gotten involved in that in that organization too, um, with the feed the need and all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Right, that's all connected, that's co- right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. so it's, yeah. Co- yeah. it's coming so, up, son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we just had Susanna we on had here. We had Susanna on here a couple uh, weeks ago. Uh, so feed the needs on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Very nice, and that's with that's through the Lord is my help. Yeah, they support the Lord is exactly. my help is, is the beneficiary. Yeah, Perfect. great, great event, and, and great youth and energy, and that's. See yeah, how that's, it all comes back around. around. <laughs> yeah. Like we're we're a big community, but we're you know, like we're all interconnected. Yeah. It's it's so awesome. I love it. Andre, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I thought we we're gonna just leave with this and we good to go. <laughs> but, but no, well, yeah, he was talking about you know, community involvement and, you know, being invested. Like what would you like to see? Like how would you get invested um into Ocean Springs? Well, so what's funny is, is you brought up Feed the Need and basically all that is whenever I worked for the catering company uh, in Gulfport, we basically, anytime that we had food that was barely ever touched or um, got to the point to where we made too much, we brought it over there and we would go over there and work as much as we, we could. Mm-hmm. And then I was a lot more involvement over there. But now since I'm over here, I've gotten to the point to where I, I, I go to the beach here and there and just try to clean up as much as I can. And I yeah. got uh, involved with... Um, one of the cleanup crews yeah. and I, f- I forgot it and it was a while ago but seeing what you told me and basically all those now i have a little bit more connection where yeah. i can get back into it but i just basically want to get involved in a way of just taking care of the beach like yeah. litter all that situation mm-hmm. and that's I also so wanna, important to me oh, too. and i want to work with like the youth as well yeah. because i have a couple cousins and i have nephews and then i have my boss's granddaughter that someday she'll just call me randomly on her mom's phone and be like are we gonna have a dre day today where we just basically do whatever she wants we you go. are very good with kids and this this is kind of why i brought you on here because i was hoping it would trigger like i'm, I'm planting seeds i don't know if plant you know it <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's spring so you know i i feel like you you and i we have a lot to learn from each other as far as like this this platform right mm-hmm. with this with podcasting and and radio talk and all of that um so obviously here at the Mary C, we're all about uh, normalizing creative careers. And I think that you have a creative career. Yes. You, you know, you're, you're a pretty singular person doing this in town, being mm-hmm. like a, a radio DJ MC person in the town. And I think that's just so cool. It's always a dream of mine. But anyways, um, <laughs> you know, I would love to see. I'm glad you made the connection with Jesse Hill who's our technician here at 1600 Studios. My man. <laughs> and, you know, um, I, I'm, I'm glad that you're here meeting all of these people, seeing this space, because maybe it'll trigger you to be like, how could I get involved there? Mm-hmm. And it can still be a way that feeds your career. You know, it still helps you. You help them. You help the youth. They help you. Um, our instructors here, they're all creative entrepreneurs. They're mm-hmm. doing their skill here as a branch of their studio and it is producing profits for them, but it's also feeding their passion. Yeah. So it's very rewarding. Exactly. And, and we're over here trying to, you know, clean up the space, make it a facility that's super useful and, you know, proficient and all of that. So I would like to know if you've had like a moment of like, maybe I should come to the Mary C and like <laughs> teach a workshop or, or show, show kids how to be young producers. You know, we have theater classes that it's not just about acting and singing on stage. It's about how to use the camera, how to do lights, how to do sound, you know, like that's, that's a creative career that we want to normalize. So, so can you, can you talk about that a little bit? Are you, do you, are you excited about potentially sharing your skill set and like 
helping the youth with maybe becoming little young producers. I, I, I you see how she puts you on the spot Dude, oh, on camera? This is being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This, what she did she didn't. She didn't save this it till later. Yeah. Oh, don't, yeah. don't freak out. Oh no, no, no. You're good. I like how this is why I'm here. It's <laughs> like this is what we're planting. But you brought that up, and then also with our mutual friend Bree Rudolphridge. Mm -hmm. Like I. Her voice. Man. Oh God. And then like. I want to, I want to like go back and then circle back to that. Okay. It's like with the music community here with just with her, with her being a singer. And then mm -hmm. my other friends that uh, have a bunch of different bands like Magnolia by you, Blackwater Brass, different things yeah. like that. Not to just yeah. name plug, but just those <laughs> no, different okay. talented musicians, just going around and seeing them and then also feeding with other bands and being able to see that community is another beautiful thing that I love about Ocean Springs. But with you telling me, and then also with Bree working with her job and Biloxi, just seeing the effect that y'all have on the community and with the kids, mm -hmm. and you kind of giving me a little couple yeah. few cents here and there. <laughs> I would so, love to so, be able to see. So, who were your mentors, or what drew you into it? Drew drew me into this. Yeah. Oh, so weird. I always been obsessed with music. Yeah. And I kind of self taught myself how to DJ in high school. And that was kind of my thing. Like everybody came to uh, schools at career day and people were like, I'm a doctor or whatever. And I was like, I had my dead mouse uh, DJ, um, oh God, tank top on, colorful with my, my headphones on and everything. Total and 90s kid. Oh yeah. And then I came in with some little make, like makeshift little uh, turntable I had on my side. And I was like, I wanted to be a DJ. And I moved to Austin, Texas. Good and for you. my sister, uh, Mickey Graham, is probably one of my biggest mentors in that aspect of, well, and then all my brothers and sisters, but Mickey was the main one that was like, and I almost tear up, but I'm not gonna do it right now, is it's she okay. was always- good. We're acceptable of tears. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, what Raven said. This is a safe is, space. Is this a <laughs> <laughs> but with her, she's always been there in that aspect, and she's been my biggest mentor to the part where, no matter what I wanted to do with skateboarding, she sent me shoes. Yeah. If I wanted to DJ, she sent me headphones. She sent me uh, different things. Send me iTunes because back in the day you had to buy yeah, iTunes on the, yeah. to be able to be able to have the music. So whenever I moved to Austin, I moved in with her, and she she got me into shape. She helped me with my finances. She showed me how to be more of a go getter. And whenever I went over there, that was basically the mentorship and the environment I needed. And I call her nonstop. I tried to call her before I came here because uh, I was like, is this the outfit I should wear? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. I was like, I'm She's not. your raven. <laughs> I tell Kenny what to wear all the time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfection. But with her, it, it works out to the point to where if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't pursue because I DJ a little bit in Austin. Yeah. But I moved around to where I had to go back to Natchitoches and help my dad because we had a hotel motel. And I worked in those different things, a laundromat, so different types of jobs. And then I bounced around and I didn't go to college and I just basically just worked just because I didn't want to go to college and put money towards something I wasn't 100% like right. towards. Absolutely. So, so I just wanted just to work. Real life experience. Exactly. And you got a great education. Yeah. I, I mean, that's exactly. <laughs> and that's what my dad always taught me. And that's yeah. what my dad did. And he yeah. became very successful I think, in different I things. I think that's made you a very kind human being, you know? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, and just like real down to earth person, more understanding. Yeah, you're relatable. Completely. Well, Scott, who's your mentor? Yeah, yes, Scott. Ooh, Ooh that's a since yeah. you just switched it around. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Andre's like, thank well, God, know, this I, is I, my question. That's, uh, well, that's a good question. I, you know, I, I guess I've been blessed in my life to have uh, many mentors along this along the 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 journey there. You know, back back in the day, uh, you know, it might have been a high school coach or or we were talking about Pat Dye, who was a math teacher here. Yeah. Um, I, I still see Miss Pat every once in a while, but I've been blessed in my career to have great mentors. Uh, you know, it's somebody that was willing to pour into me and mm -hmm. and 
I, I don't know that I have any one. I'm, I'm probably one of those folks that don't have a lot of friends, but I got a few that are very deep. You know, I'm, I probably got five or six folks uh, that are guys that I could call on for anything. That's plenty. Yeah. That's and, and, so, and sometimes I, I don't talk to them for months. And, yeah. But there's and times that's the that, real friend. Yeah. There. yeah. And, and, and you know, when you can pick up the phone and talk to them like your sister, that it's like you just talked to them yesterday, and it might have been a month. So. Um, you know, I, I guess I'm at that point in my life where I'm looking at who do I mentor now yeah. and, uh, in our organization and in the community is, it's really a, a neat chance to give back, uh, and, and, and pick people that they're important. So, uh, I don't know that I have just one, I, I, have, <laughs> a, okay. I, I have a long list. So, uh, but thanks for asking. Yeah. I, would I, you say that you, this point in your life that you still have a mentor or are you just looking to to have mentees so, so no, no mentees. I, I and, and my wife barbara talk, talks about this a lot we're always we have always professed we need to have somebody to always look up to mm -hmm. uh, we can always have great friends that are that are our age or have our life experiences but we ought to always need to be looking for somebody that we can help yeah. help so I, I even even to this day uh, i've got some older guys that i talk to and i look up to and, yeah. and uh, you know they've been ahead of me they they faced some things that i hadn't faced mm -hmm. yet and uh, I, I'm getting to this point about getting close to retirement. I watched my grandfather. My grandmother came into the office till she was 96. I mean, <laughs> some people just never leave. But so I'm, yeah. Well, yeah. I, so uh, my, we we would like to travel and do things like that. So uh, I don't know if you know Doug Roll. He's a, a, yeah. a PT here in town, but he just sold his business not long ago, and he's in the Bahamas about every other week or <laughs> Italy. He's getting go to, ready to go to Spain. So, you know, as, nice. as yeah. I look at folks that have, are ahead of me, uh, I got my business partner, Mark Moeller. Uh, his father was a mentor to me just from work ethic and who he was. Um, and, and Mark's more of, of that generation of, hey, mm -hmm. we're going to keep coming around here and building this organization we have and the people that we have in it uh, is, is a neat thing. Well, Sarah, who's your mentor? Who's my mentor? Oh. I have several mentors. Um, uh, several of my college professors mm -hmm. are, are some of my greatest mentors. Uh, Suni Naw and Brent Funderburg, who's currently showing downstairs in the Ducky Gallery. <laughs> he shows up through June. Y'all got to come see it. It's amazing. <laughs> um, uh, Suni is from Malaysia, and... Uh, she's just got she's just like this little person she looks like a puppet almost she's just the cutest person but the strongest personality I've ever met in my life and she spends a lot of time uh, teaching in a very calm manner mentoring lots of people when she teaches she's not just she's drawing she's demoing but she's talking about life you know right, yeah. and um, that was always so meaningful to me um, just how she would connect to indiv her individual students. It wasn't all of them. I mean, mm -hmm. she tried, but you know, some people, they don't want it, you know, yeah. mentioned that. Um, but uh, she has continued to reach out and support me in my career. And it's funny, like, it's not just my career. We, we talk about life every time we get together. And, yeah. you know, there's always some phase we're going through, you know, and uh, and it's it's so nice to have that consistent person who's mm -hmm. not my family who's not my friend you know um and brent is the same way and they just kind of come into my life and fill me back up where um they've taught me you know don't put all your eggs in one basket make sure you have that five friends that yeah. um you know kind of fill fill your cup um it's not all just in one place uh, not even just in people you know it uh they've always uh mentored me to go back to my studio 
have time with myself, have time with my art, you know, that is therapy, you know. Um, but then also balance that because creating art, being an entrepreneur, yeah, uh, you could you can you could spend all your time just focusing on that. And then you're like, oh my God, 10 years went by and I haven't raised a family and uh, <laughs> my time, my clock is ticking, and, you know, or, or, oh my God, like I, I want to do something else too, you know? Right. So how do you build that? And um, they've just been incredible to me. And then I have a really amazing mother and, um, mm. and my father's great too, but my mom is, she's, she's my, she's my core person. Um, She's so smart and stubborn. She does what she wants, but she. <laughs> I wonder where you but, get that from. I know, right? <laughs> uh, but she, she, she doesn't. She's such an independent. Um, so when she chooses people in her life, it's not because they. She needs them, you know. Yeah. Um, and and I I really value that she she put that in me. Um, to to you know collect the people and the 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 way I spend my time in my life. Um. To, to mean something, to be thoughtful, um, and it not come from a selfish place. So mom, professors, and you know, this is, uh, this is my first job, actually. I've been, um, a private in private sector for the last 10 years of my career. And this is my first job. So my boss is the mayor, board of aldermen, Patty Gaston, who's our city clerk, you know, she's the queen of Ocean Springs. <laughs> can't, can't, can't just dismiss that. But, um, I, I've just found so many I feel new mentors in the last few years that um I'm super grateful for I'm, I'm learning so much that's the greatest part about this part of my life like I'm I'm in my early 30s and I feel like I'm I'm being re-educated through my experiences and I'm being paid for it so it's really so so I'm I'm super grateful I, I have a lot of really great people in my life what about you so I've been while y'all were talking it's like who you know there's people that are consistent in my life. Um, Tanya Hayes used to be the theater director and um, director of the Wings Performing Arts Center in Gulfport at the Lamentos Discovery Center. Um, and she was very influential in my life growing up um, just to expose me to different experiences. Mm -hmm. um, so fun fact, I went to mime camp. Huh? I know yes. how to be a mime. Um, and just like theater and like always pushing me to... Um, you know, just be open and, you know, public speaking, you know, it's kind of, I used to be really shy, believe it or not. Like you look at me really? too long, break out in tears. Like, what? so there's something else. Yes. You and are so, so good at this. So and this so like theater just kind of like pushed me out of my shell and, um, and I, and I owe it to Tanya Hayes and, um, she's in Starkville now doing great things, but she's just this very calm, small, tiny woman, um, <laughs> who like, it's an advocate for children and, you know, giving them new experiences. And so, you know, thinking about mentors, she's definitely was a mentor growing up. Um, and I think we all have mentors in different phases of our lives. Yeah. Like I can think about a mentor in almost every job that I had right. somebody, mm -hmm. but it's different things. Like I might be, you know, I would say Mayor Holloway's a mentor. He's very level headed, very, um, he doesn't have to know everything kind of situation, but he likes to be surrounded by people, you know, to uplift him and to guide, guide him. him. Yeah. Um, and, and I, and I take aspects of that from him. 
Um, and I, you know, I think we all have different mentors in for different ways. You know, I would say, you know, Sarah, I look up to you. You're very outgoing. You speak your mind. All these fun things I that drive me you. insane. I know sometimes, but I'm like, you know, just to just to do it, just to have the the confidence to do it. Um, you know. <laughs> To embarrass myself daily, is that yes. what you mean? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I am good at that <laughs> and driving everyone nuts. <laughs> um, but you know, I think mentors are so important. Um, you know, I'm trying to think who would be my mentor about like community involvement. I mean, there's just so many, and you know, you could be naming people for days. I have a real question. Okay, how did miming help you speak publicly? <laughs> um, it's about expression uh -huh. with your body. Okay. Um, so see. like, you, you do know, like keep your mouth open more than me. I always like, that's one thing I, I know it's, there's some weird things. Like we look back at our episodes and I'm like, Oh, Raven, she moves her mouth better than I do. Like, <laughs> or, you know, and I'm like talking with my hands all too much, but it, you know, miming is about body language. Yeah. And so like, how are you expressing yourself without speaking? And so like, this is authority. This you do, I do this a lot. I know. I'm like, I, I'm like, what's I'm Raven in a do? box. No. Um, <laughs> it, you know, mime, I did mime camp when I was nine. I also did magic camp. I can be a magician oh, too. Oh my gosh. So, um, next fun facts. <laughs> yeah, you're opening the next episode with a trick, okay? With a trick. <laughs> well, let me Google something. <laughs> but um, I don't know where I was going. I don't know. Well, you're talking about theater, and it was just like, that was one of the things of being in high school was I kind of did like – theater growing up they like guys and dolls different things with like community. i was in guys and dolls too who were you actually i was just stage manager oh <laughs> that's important too yeah oh god well what, what was frank sinatra's character's name in it you remember no oh man he had the cool i wanted his uh, part but i got harry the horse <laughs> and I, but i was like i have wore this green suit but it was just like being around that environment being around those people i was like man these are my people so mm -hmm. whenever i was in high school I was kind of got through that like odd high school phase. So it was just like being around that and meeting more mentors, meeting around. I met my best friend for over 13 years now. And now her and her wife moved over here right next door to me from Louisiana. Right. And it's just met her in uh, yeah. theater. So it's yeah. just like how you said basically open you up and getting to be able to have that stage presence, but also just making you feel more comfortable in your skin yeah. and knowing your voice. I wish right. I was a theater kid. Now that I work with them so much here at the Mary C, they're just amazing. They're like, they're like little adults. They're yes. so passionate yeah. and inspiring, <laughs> yeah. and they work yes. so hard, and yeah. they're all just like little leaders. And I'm, I wish I were. You know, I I didn't I didn't do that. I was a band nerd. You're, but, you're you are now. Oh, I, I feel I have enough in me. Yeah, I'm good. But but still, it just <laughs> they're just so young and structured and 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 like passionate about what yeah. they're working towards. I mean, they're just going on all these competitions right now and killing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, I could see how that would just bring so much uh, confidence. You know, Raven, you recently asked me to open up for the state of the city. And I'm like, okay, what am I going to wear? What am I going to say? <laughs> how am I going to talk? How much am I going to smile? You know, like I think about all these things. Yeah. It's like when uh, Cynthia threw me in on her as a co-host on her uh, community live show. It was, this is edited. That show was 15 minutes live. And we were on, we were like on set, like, a different we weren't sitting in a studio so i was like okay sarah this, you just take this as a challenge and you get through it <laughs> and it taught me so much and i feel like i'm you know slightly better at least for this slightly. show so. <laughs> yeah it's amazing what kind of skills you'll learn through experiences that you don't expect mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so like in theater you know i 
I thought I was going to be an actor or <laughs> you are. in Broadway or something. You, you know, I was a violin player. And so that taught me discipline and, you know, practicing constantly. But um, theater, you know, teaches, you know, leadership and public speaking. I took a public speaking class in college and we had to like talk, like we had to do a presentation. Completely forgot about it. Wing the whole thing. Got an A. <laughs> and, it's, and it's just, you know, being able to be confident and, yeah. you know, you're worried about opening up for the state of state. I'm like, you got it. You, you know what you're talking it's about. It's great. easier. Um, and so what kind of skills do y'all think y'all have learned through experiences of life um, that you could, that transfers to other things? Or you say, you know, you know, there's, if I could talk to little Scott years ago, <laughs> be like, you know, Keep this experience because this is the skill that I learned. That means you have to go first, Scott. There we go. So, (laughs) you know, I I, I thank you for asking that. I I think probably just don't sweat the small stuff. And it's like planning for the the state of the city. I mean, you've got all this stuff going through your head. Well, the reality is you're going to be one of the best people in the room to share that. So have confidence in that. It's Mm -hmm. what you learned in theater. And, and, uh, you know, that's where I'd get worked up about something. And you just don't get worked up about it anymore. You have confidence in who you are. I'm going to do my best. Yes. Prepare uh, for it, though. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I well, mean, yeah, uh, yeah that, that's, a, that's, that's a great point. It's interesting because uh, one of our team members at Lemon Molar, she has to know well ahead of time, like a month, when no. she's going to present and what, what we need her to present. And I'm like, Brandy, you're the expert in the room. I yeah. mean, just come talk expert. to us. Yeah. But, but we still give her that chance to prepare. And, mm-hmm. and I think that uh, – acknowledging for myself that I'm comfortable walking up here, picking out a piece of paper, the truck. So it looks like I have something and just say, Hey, I'll just come, <laughs> like I'll just come talk. Anything. So, um, I, you know, I, I think that, <laughs> that, uh, just being comfortable in who you are in your space, live in the moment. Uh, you know, it's probably like riding a skateboard. You just, Man, you just go, like go with the flow. <laughs> nicely done. The, uh, I, so I, yeah, I mean, I, for me, that's just it. Be, yeah. be in the moment and be confident in who you are. I love it. Absolutely. Oh, it's my turn now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly how you said it. Like, basically, I would love for me to not sweat the small stuff and to tell me not to overthink everything and to make mistakes. It's okay to make mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing I wish I would have, because just growing up with seeing older siblings and seeing how successful they become. And it's just like I had the high, I felt like I had to hold myself to such a high standard, but just to be able to, yeah, breathe, take yeah. it easy, breathe, yeah. just enjoy it. Don't feel like you have to put so much on your plate yeah i think you grew up into your most authentic self exactly you know? yes wearing the purple skinny jeans in high school definitely helped me uh <laughs> learn mistakes in the in the beautiful so you're way. saying you wouldn't wear those today oh they led to the man bun. i still <laughs> yeah. they led to the man bun yes okay <laughs> i've been training think? for this day <laughs> with the man bun. but <laughs> sitting here and here and uh and i know we're probably getting close to wrapping up but Hearing your point of view on that was basically how I feel the same way. Just being able to tell my younger self that little Dre, that it's going to be okay. Wow, I rhyme. Okay. Yeah, I <laughs> told you that's okay. your rap name. Yeah, well, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that is neat. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming on and just giving us your insight, your perspective on who you are in the community and where you're going and how you can continue to connect and grow. Um, it's always a pleasure seeing you, Scott. And and Andre, I feel like we've got some collaborating to do, potentially. <laughs> <laughs> Planting seeds. Um, but yeah, Raven, do you want to wrap us up here? Wrap it. What do you want me to say? Do a mime. Yeah, yeah do mime the mime. Mime it out. Mime it out. <laughs> That's a good idea. 
no, but you know, really, thank you for being here. Um, you are both, you know, such an integral part of Ocean Springs, um, in our community and how we're going to grow. Um, and so we just thank y'all for being here and being invested and staying invested and, um, Maybe That's come it. back for season two. Maybe. See yeah. where see where uh, things have taken. Nice. We're gonna be on the beach next time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Let's we'll do it. do it outside. Oh, <laughs> season two outside the studio. I like it. Yeah. <laughs>